Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, I was gonna do one last night. And you know what that happened was the life got in the way and interrupted and that kind of thing. Mike's Daily Podcast. That's a reoccurring theme here on Mike's Daily Podcast that life gets in the way of things we want to do, things we want to say. Hey, I have to tell you that it's good to be here on Mike's Daily Podcast and Cafe Anyway and... Mike Matthews. Mike's Daily Podcast. The FF episode number is oh, it's something Mike's with a two at the beginning. Daily maybe podcast. Is it two three nine five? Yeah, that's it. Two thousand three hundred ninety five here at Cafe. Anyway, what a place. Hey, it's gotten to the point people reach out to me on YouTube now. I got like an email pertaining to my mom. Well, it wasn't an email. Eventually, he sent an email, but somebody commented on my YouTube channel after one of the FF episodes. So that's how he reached out to me, one of my mom's neighbors. So, yes, thank you. It's good to hear from people, people that were touched by my mom. Not touched by my mom, but, you know, touched her life, touched my mom, touched their lives in some way. I think it's great. When you can say at the end of your life, I have touched people's lives. Honestly, what else? What the heck else are we doing here on this planet? We got to help each other out. So I will respond to him uh, after he he emailed me a much more in-depth email. So I'll get back to him. Left me his phone number. But yeah, it's been a very interesting thing because I'm piecing together bits and pieces of my mom's life. A lot of it I knew. A lot of it because we spoke every week, but they're just a lot of little things too. It's interesting to hear about. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this show called Mike's Daily Podcast. And here's today's podcast picture. I think we will go with the recent picture from Florida. And I hear they've been getting a lot of rain. They got bike week going on and it's pouring. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's pouring rain. And most of the time it's people on motorcycles not wearing helmets. Because dang it, that's what it is to be an American. And to risk the possible danger of you actually falling on your head and hurting yourself in a way that you'll never be able to recover from. So that's that's what America is, I think. I don't know. Is that what that song is by John Mellencamp? Ain't that America? You can fall on your head. The late, great Basil the Boxer, everyone. Yes, we had a podcast picture of him from eight years ago in the last podcast picture. Such a great, wonderful dog. Yes. So, it is very interesting, this thing. Living in the Bay Area. We've got, you know, I thought they were odd people in the Bay Area. Ooh, you go to, you go to Daytona Beach, and there's some interesting folk there too. It's like the two are very connected, the Bay Area and Daytona Beach, even though they're completely opposite ends of the pl- political spectrum. But there is in the Bay Area a lot of stuff going on in the health industry, in the world of health, and I'm not saying big health. I'm talking about, you know, that's the catch you throw a big in front of stuff and suddenly you've demonized them big podcast 
Is that Joe Rogan? He does have the biggest podcast in the world. So he has big podcasts, whether you agree with his science medical ideas or not. But then, of course, there's big pharma, big tech. And there was even big meat. They were trying to go after the meat industry and calling it big meat, which that's all right. We won't go there, but... Man might be mightier than a mouse in most respects, but an obscure rodent from Southeast Asia has a trait that humans can only dream of. It can regenerate damaged neuron components. Yes, it's called Mast Cassineus, and its unusual ability could offer hope to victims of stroke. And that is the leading cause of long-term disability in the United States. If you did not know. If only we could figure out how the mouse does it. And hang on a second. The, the knob that I want to turn. Yes, it's called a knob. Scientifically. Let's see. Do I want to turn it there? Is that a little bit better? Okay. I was having this nightmare of a show. I was having a little issue here live at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. I think we fixed it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you to my no sound person that helps me at all whatsoever. Thank you. You've all been generous and very deadly merchanty. So kind. I don't know if I keep on giving. If we could only figure out how the mouse does it. By the way, Natalie Merchant, 10,000 Maniacs. She also sings on a couple of REM songs. She was good friends with Michael Stipe. Her voice changed pretty dramatically later on. Just actually just a few years after her, that, that song, Thank You, came out. You know her from um, Wonder. I wonder at God's own creation And as far as insane No explanation And Carnival And of course with 10,000 Maniacs She had that cover of the Bruce Springsteen song Because the night belongs to And then ten, these are the days 10,000 Maniacs Trouble me Just like the weather uh, Eat for two what were the other ones? There was a bunch of 10,000 Maniac songs. The one about uh, Jack Kerouac. But yeah, her voice changed quite a bit. I was talking to somebody not about Natalie Merchant or Natalie Ambrulia for that matter. The lady from that sings the song Torn that was a big hit in the 90s and then she would uh, later... Wait, actually before that she was in a soap opera. Australia. Did she date Michael Hutchins? We were talking about NXS on a recent FF episode. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Actually in Podcastro Valley today. The last place on earth. Well, I do know that I was discussing David Byrne with a younger, younger millennial type. And he really enjoyed the song by David Byrne called... The song uh, Psycho Killer Psycho Killer Qu'est-ce que c'est? And I was just listening To a radio program 
where they were interviewing him and he said I will no longer sing that song and I missed the part as to why he will not sing that song anymore but that's kind of sad that's always sad when a famous musician famous for a particular song decides hey no not gonna do it no more I'm done but that's David Byrne his song this must be the place da, 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 which I never remember the words to but that song apparently is huge and gets played at a lot of weddings and he'll do that song but David Byrne is no longer of course no, no longer doing talking heads and he does his own thing and I, I'm not sure exactly what what he does but here's the thing is I don't understand why anyone feels the need to see David Byrne these days. <laughs> I mean, he's a great guy. He's fun to watch on YouTube. His interviews are hilarious. But he is, I mean, I mean, his voice still sounds the same. He's, his singing style, it, it doesn't require a lot of note holding or, you know, doing crazy gymnastics with your vocal cords, doing the... Mariah Carey histrionics or whatever but you know or or Meatloaf who we lost recently so I mean he can sound the same he hasn't probably burdened his voice much he's he is a great I do love a lot of his songs but to see him in concert because David Byrne he doesn't want to just show you give you a show he's gonna challenge you he's gonna do he's done some covers at the end of his shows that apparently have upset people and people leave the show like he, well he said we had walkouts but you know maybe they were just people wanting to leave the concert early how many people do you know go to a concert and they leave like when they know that's the last song or the second to the last song I gotta get to the parking lot and get out of here I'm gonna be stuck here all night so David Byrne I don't think I'd want to see him I'd love to meet him but to see him in concert I don't know. It'd have to really not. I guess you'd have to just be in a mood for I'm going to let David Byrne do whatever, whatever he wants on stage. Even if it's he's going to sing maybe one song that I know. I just feel David Byrne would just say, you want to hear this must be the place? Well, you're out of luck. You want to hear burning down the house? Tough toenails. Back to strokes. What is it about that mouse? That's exactly the plan of evolutionary biologist Rachel Brown. That's the question she's asking. She is at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging in Novato. Maybe about two hours from here in Podcaster Valley. In the spinal cord and brain in laboratory mice and in humans, if the axons, those long arms that connect a nerve to another cell are damaged they usually don't grow back. This is part of the reason for poor prognosis among stroke patients. They don't grow back. But if a mus castaneus's axons get damaged or destroyed, they grow back. No one knows why or how. This doctor says that Rachel says the hope is that we discover how nature engineered the ability to regenerate these components of the nervous system in this mouse. If we can learn how nature built it, maybe we can use that insight to help resolve similar problems for patients in the clinic. 
Rachel's collaborating with other Buck researchers and Diana Bautista, a UC Berkeley associate professor of cell and development biology. And they are hoping that, to find that the muscastaneous, unlike the everyday house mouse, has one or more proteins that make the regeneration possible. That could lead to production of a drug to help stroke victims restore lost speech or motor abilities. Rachel developed a revolutionary technique for pinpointing a single gene that causes one species to differ from another. She recently received a $3.8 million transformative research award from the National Institutes of Health to use her method, which involves breeding muscastaneous with an ordinary lab rat to create a hybrid mouse with DNA from both species. Like all organisms, the hybrid mouse will have two copies of each gene, one from its mother and one from its father. The researchers will work methodically through the mouse's whole genome, blocking the mother's gene, then the father's gene, until they find the gene that confers the ability to regenerate the vital neuron component. In another project, Rachel's lab will use the same technique to pursue advances in the fight against Alzheimer's disease by pinpointing genes present in two related worm species that might confer resistance to neurodegeneration. That's fantastic. Now, this came out two years ago, this magazine. This is the magazine Marin. So if you look up Rachel Brem now, I wonder if she still is at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging in Novato and how far her research has come since then. So, interesting. That's what's going on in the Bay Area. Let's face it. It is so utterly sad when anybody you know is suffering from a disease that has, that has to do with the degeneration in your nervous system in some way. And just very briefly, I wanted to just say that, you know, strokes, uh, a lot of people I know have had strokes or passed away from strokes. A lot of people you know, probably. You wanna choose healthy meal and snack options to prevent a stroke. Eating foods low in saturated fats, trans fat, cholesterol, and high in fiber. It can help prevent high cholesterol, limiting salt in your diet. Limiting, limiting sodium can also lower your, bread, your blood pressure. High cholesterol and high blood pressure increase your chances of a stroke. You want to have a healthy weight. Make sure you have a lot of physical activity. Children and teens should get one hour physical activity every day. Two hours and 30 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic physical activity a week for you and me adults. If you're an adult, that's what you need. And don't smoke. Stop smoking. If you don't smoke, don't start. Cigarette smoking greatly increases your chances of having a stroke. Quitting smoking will lower your risk for stroke. And even my mom, who had smoked her entire life, they were telling her at the very end, you can still quit smoking. <laughs> She's like, what? Well, I don't know for sure if that's how the conversation went, but I do know that they were just still trying to get her to quit. 
just uh, you know weeks before everything went bad. Avoid drinking too much alcohol, which can raise your blood pressure. Men should have no more than two drinks per day, and women should have only one. I got that from CDC.gov. But of course, talk to your doctor, talk to a, an expert for more info on that. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Marshall's mother. Ooh, the big old. I love it when you talk about Natalie Merchant. Ooh. Natalie Merchant. Love that 10,000 Maniacs? Yes. You loved the solo career she had and the, the albums Tiger Lily and Ophelia? Yes. Did you like anything from Billy Joel? No. What? No Billy Joel? Oh, we didn't start the fire? No. Oh my gosh, she did two no's. That's not good. Do you like the song? Um, yes. Okay, good. I didn't even say what the song was, but she liked it. All right. You know what band when I was doing country music that I really got into for a while? Diamond Rio. And it was mainly because they played all the, the, the uh, every song that you heard was them. There were no guest musicians. They did every instrument. They played every instrument. They were like the Toto of country music, if that makes any sense. Diamond Rio. Marty Rowe had such a great sing. And the other guys sang harmonies perfectly, too. Diamond Rio, man. Everybody goes Gaga over Lady Gaga. Well, maybe not so much anymore. Yeah, they still go Gaga over Lady Gaga. But Diamond Rio. From the days of 90s country. Meet in the Middle, actually, I think was came out in the 80s, didn't it? That was their first number one. And it was one of the first times a debut song from a band went to number one. Their first single going to number one. All right, there you go. A little bit of country news. Check out Diamond Rio sometime. I don't know if they're still putting out albums. But I just realized I have a lot. They actually had an, a song that I thought was pretty risky to release. Um, it's All In Your Head is what it was called. And they made a remix of it, like a dance remix for the country bars, the country clubs where people were dancing, the country dance clubs. It was, it had some awesome lyrics about conspiracy theorists and people that maybe don't put as much thought as they should into the things that they believe. It's all in your head. Check it out. Look it up on YouTube. It's an awesome song. If you shoot me, you better shoot straight. There's nothing like a wounded animal. All right. Wrapping up Mike's Daily Podcast here at Cafe Anyway. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we hear that you are going to enjoy your weekend day and that you're going to be on the radio day. Yeah, the radio. Do you know that? Yes, I'm going to be on a radio station on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and the link to where to listen to... I won't be playing Diamond Rio, unfortunately, but I'll be playing some 70s, 80s, and 90s music, uh, rock, pop, that kind of thing. And you can find the link at mikesdailypodcast.com. So, to sum up, if you would like to chime in about anything we called 
you i mean anything we talked about you can call me that's what i, what I was trying to say three three six mm daily three plus three equals six mm is the mike matthews daily as in what this podcast will try to be occasionally i got and I get interrupted like yesterday, but you know, that's going to happen sometimes. It's called life. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.